Ukachaka, 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 Ukachaka. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight you let me know everything's all right i'm hooked on a feeling am i unbelieving that you're in love with me i'm hooked on a feeling nothing to laugh at but uh all right hello hi welcome the show's name is politics although i call it politics and the title of this episode is ferrari <laughs> my name is presh and i'm ty and it is madam webuary compliments to the season to all those who celebrate <laughs> it's <a laughs> very auspicious time of the year ah yes indeed uh, i'm going to be titling this ferrari aka Madam Webuary Part 1. <laughs> Every movie this <laughs> this month is going to be titled Madam Webuary Part whatever, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, you've been away for a few weeks. Yeah. I've been left abandoned. Like, you know, uh, there's like, they, they leave a baby outside a church. <laughs> That's what you did to me. <laughs> you left me at a church. I'm not even religious. I'm an atheist than you. <laughs> like, if you took me to like, a science lab. Although, although, in Denmark, they do leave their babies out in the cold. Oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> That's fucking horrific, bro. No, no, it's, it's like, it's good for them. Oh. Something like that. I I didn't read the article properly, but it, mm. there's something with, like, strengthening their immune systems and, like... How many have died? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the stats. I don't want to... I don't want to know what, like, uh, false conclusions they draw. <laughs> I want to see... What was their methodology? <laughs> I will get you the stats for Please. next Do next that week. in the cleanup for next week. Okay. I want to know how many people died. <laughs> okay. How many babies died. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Speaking about cleanup. <laughs> Can we clean up? Well, this is not from last week. This is from the Aquaman 2 episode. Okay. Uh, I asked you if you know who the Max Rebo band was. Yes. And uh, well, you were pretty much spot on. You said, ah, they're from Star Wars. Yes. But you got the movie wrong. Okay. And you said that they were a jazz band. Yes. Totally incorrect. Oh. And we, I, I just got caught up in something else and I didn't correct you. Yeah. Because I knew, in, in the time I knew, but uh, <laughs> they're called a jizz band. <laughs> <laughs> they're a <laughs> what? <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter, right? Uh, people didn't call cum jizz when George Lucas named them jizz. He was just playing off the name jazz. <laughs> right? They're a jizz band. It's it's not his fault that uh, we live in a, a fucking sick society who starts calling cum jizz. You know that's not his fault. Did did George Lucas create the slang jizz? I'm telling you that's not what he did. Okay, <laughs> he, he named his music in the Star Wars world jizz. Oh right, and then and then separately there's these sickos out there who you know they can't just have one word for it. They have to spunk, uh, semen. Uh, you know, baby juice, <laughs> baby, baby better. Uh, you know, these fucking sickos. It's not my fault. It's not George Lucas's fault. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what episode it was. It might potentially even be a, a commentary. 
Okay. Right? But I was talking about that hating ass motherfucker from Avatar. Yes. And I called him uh, Atukan. Yes. But Atukan is Neytiri's father. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I was thinking of is Tsutse. Okay. He's the. He's like, uh, tell them. Tell them I flew with Torok Makto. All right. And he was my brother. Yes. I don't know what episode that was on. But it, uh, it was on one of them. Yeah, probably. definitely. <laughs> I wasn't just talking to some random person, and I was like <laughs> hating on Atrocon. <laughs> uh, can we get into the news for the week? Yes. So, Jurgen Klopp has announced that he will be leaving Liverpool at the end of the season. Yes. My friend group were joking that I'm happy that he's leaving, but that is not true. Okay. I have never except perhaps when I was drunk <laughs> and I can't remember it, right? <laughs> Said that I was club out. Can you recall? Yeah. Uh yeah, actually you haven't. You've you've called him a bunch of things. A crook. Yeah. Uh is uh, a favorite. He's doing too much favoritism. Yeah. Uh what's the word? Bias. He's biased. Yes. Again for you know for certain players. Yeah. Uh but I've never said club out. Okay. Right? Uh Again, I was just frustrated, especially with two players, uh, Henderson and Harvey Elliott. Yes. Elliott has been playing fantastically this season. In fact, <laughs> last season when I didn't want Elliott playing, yeah. he played him. This uh. season, I'm like, yo, Elliott should be starting. <laughs> <laughs> and Klopp is benching him. So, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. But definitely the biggest problem was Henderson. Okay. Now Henderson fucked off yeah. and we're in contention for four, for four trophies. Yes. That's not a coincidence, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yes, um, if he were more ruthless, we yes. would have two more league titles and one more UCL at minimum. Okay. I feel. That's just my opinion, man. Right. Right. So the focus now turns to who's going to replace him. Yes. And the current favorite is Xabi Alonso. Yes. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Who is he? He is a former player, midfielder, I think. And then... Who did he play for? Liverpool. Okay. Um, I want to say he played for Barcelona. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. I was close. He played for Liverpool, Madrid, and Bayern Munich. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know what his hometown team was. I, I think maybe Zaragoza or something. Okay. One of them Spanish teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the middle, div- uh, you know, the middle division. Yeah. So he has a connection to the club. Uh, he used to play for us, but yeah. From what I've been reading and seeing, because <laughs> like the shameless United fans from two years ago, who yes. instead of watching United matches were watching Ajax matches, <laughs> I've been watching some Bayer Leverkusen matches. Oh, right. And they yes. have a, a totally different play style to, to Liverpool. To Liverpool, yeah. right? They're a possession-based team. Yes. Which means passing quick passes. Yeah. We are a high-pressing counter-attack team. Yeah. Right? Which... I'm not saying uh, he can't come in and adapt or he'll make the team adapt around him. You know, I'm not saying it can't work. I'm just saying uh, I don't think we should try to transition to a different style when we have this good squad that is accustomed to playing this way. Yeah. Right? So, and I also feel he's a bit too inexperienced. Okay. This is his, like, second or third year of management. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, it's... (laughs) It may be too big a step. We don't know. Mm. Guardiola came out the gate uh, winning six trophies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't blame inexperience, you know. Yeah. Uh, but my choice for the role 
is a name I haven't mentioned, I haven't heard mentioned anywhere. Okay. And that is Marco Rose. Oh. Do you know who that is? Uh, vaguely. Who's he? He is, well, he's obviously a manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he coached Dortmund. Yes, he did. And uh, one of the Austrian teams. Salzburg. Salzburg. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, he won the Austrian Bundesliga in both the years he was there. Oh, that seems kind of good. And the second year, he won the double. Oh. Whatever their version of the FA Cup is. Yeah. Right. Um, then he was appointed at Gladbach, which is where I first found out about him. Okay. Because, uh, look, his Salzburg team, after he left, the next yeah. season they played Liverpool. Right, okay. And the commentators were just saying, oh, Jesse Marsh hasn't had his... He was the new manager. Yeah. Hasn't had his chance to put his mark on the team. They're playing the same way as Marco Rose's team. Right. So actually, I found out from him <laughs> <laughs> from like a game that he wasn't involved in. <laughs> and then like I, I paid attention to his uh, Gladback team. Yeah. And they also... He has a very similar style to Klopp. Okay. High pressing, uh, you know, counter pressing, mm. <laughs> high up the pitch, try and, you know, catch them out. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. He did a very, very good job and... Well, Gladbach is like they're kind of up and down, but to me they're like a top eight German team. Okay. They yeah. perennial in that area and sometimes they have an off year where they're like fourteen, fifteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll bump back the bump back up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh I actually I probably support Munchen Gladbach. Like uh, I don't really uh. watch German football but I like them a lot. Okay. Uh but <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> right? Yeah, he, uh, he was offered the Dortmund role. Yes. Now, I don't know who was there, but whoever was there was replaced by the caretaker manager. His name was Eden Terzic. Okay. And Terzic is a passion merchant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's, uh, he's very comparable to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, right? He's Ole for Dortmund. Yes, Ole for Dortmund, right? Okay. So yes. he was the caretaker manager. Right. Uh, he wasn't sacked. It's just he was the caretaker and Mar- okay. Marco Rose comes in. Yeah. So off the bat, people had negative feelings towards Marco Rose because he took over from a, a beloved coach. Yeah. A beloved caretaker coach. Right. Right. So he does an all right, you know, <laughs> a job at Dortmund, but yeah. he he wasn't fired. He left by mutual consent. Okay. Which is basically fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be uh, factual. It's like, listen, man, we really don't like you. Yes. And but... he's like, yeah, I don't like you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's mutual consent. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Right. Uh, and then he was replaced by Terzic again at Dortmund. Okay. And then oh. they bottled the fucking league. Take that Terzic, you piece of shit. <laughs> then he was appointed at RB Leipzig, the other Red Bull yes. club. But uh, I don't. I guess they're the bigger club because they're in the bigger league. Yeah. But I've known Salzburg for longer than Leipzig. Huh. Right. Okay. Because Salzburg was a big name. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Right. Uh, where he won their version of the FA Cup. The, yeah, the DFB Pokal last season. Yeah, uh, so he's a winner. He's managed at decently sized clubs. Yes, obviously Liverpool dwarfs you know the clubs he's managed, but a little bit. Yeah, but in comparison to their league, yeah, Dortmund, Gladbach, uh, Salzburg, Leipzig—they're all like in and around the top four. Yeah, so they're decently sized clubs. 
he plays a similar style to Klopp, and okay. he has at least six years of experience. That seems pretty good to me. Yeah, but I've literally not seen his name <laughs> been thrown out at all. Oh no, it's kind of like I guess a hipster pick. Yeah, it's, uh, but you know, I, I really like him. He's also very attractive. <laughs> like that, he's a good-looking man. Yeah, that shouldn't play a part, but <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> right. He also he played under Klopp when he was at Mainz. Oh right. Okay. Uh, yeah, Klopp was a player manager. Yeah. For a little bit, then he became full manager, and yeah, so okay. he learned under Klopp, I guess. Yeah. And he followed in his footsteps, kind of with Dortmund managing Dortmund. Right. Right. But yeah, definitely will miss Klopp. Mm. When he goes, uh, yeah. even though I have been frustrated with him, uh, but you know, still a very good manager, brought a, a lot of very good vibes to the club. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely will be missed. It was some very good times <sighs> for them, for you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm reading portions of this next story from NBC News in a story by Lawrence Hurley. Okay. Right? Quote. A closely divided Supreme Court on Monday allowed Border Patrol agents to cut through or move razor wire Texas installed on the U.S.-Mexico border as part of the state's effort to prevent illegal border crossings. The court on a 5-4 vote granted an emergency request filed by the Biden administration, which had argued that Texas was preventing agents from carrying out their duties. The Biden administration says the wire prevents agents from reaching migrants who have already crossed the border into the U.S., Texas government, Greg Abbott, a Republican, installed the, U- the razor wire near the Rio Grande at Eagle Pass as part of an operation to address illegal immigration that has brought the state into conflict with the Biden administration. A White House spokesperson said on Monday, said, <clears throat> Texas's political stunts like placing razor wire near the border simply make it harder and more dangerous for frontline personnel to do their jobs. Ultimately, we need adequate resources and policy changes to address our broken immigration system. So, it doesn't mention this in this particular article, but three migrants drowned due to the razor wire being up because uh, the agents, they couldn't get to save them from drowning uh, because the wire was up. All right, I see. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, which is why the emergency request was filed. Okay. To, to cut it down. Yeah. Since then, the Texas National Guard have put up a new fence, arguing, oh. arguing <laughs> that the order was to cut down the wire. No one said that they can't put it back up again. <laughs> right? <laughs> That, <laughs> which fair play. <laughs> that is some thinking out of the wire, right yeah, there. They they're bad guys, but uh, I have to respect them. <laughs> skirting around the rules, <laughs> right? Um, this has snowballed into a multi-state issue where up to fourteen other governors have pledged their state's guard to go help Texas make the stand again uh, at the border. A number of people have used the phrase "quote a new civil war" to describe what is going on, and folks. They aren't talking about a sequel to Captain America, <laughs> right? <laughs> Personally, I don't think anything hectic is going to happen. I think they're going to get there and like just kind of shout for a bit and oh, go home. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> but, but I could be very wrong. This could turn very violent mm. uh, with the you know various state guards uh, against the national guard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts? Uh... <laughs> It's so. Are these agents patrolling on the Mexican side of the border? No, I. But you can see. What? Okay, right. Yeah, but then, 
So how couldn't they? Oh right, okay. There okay. was a fence. So a razor wire fence. Right, so they can see through the fence, and yes. they can see people trying to get in. Yes. But if people get in trouble on that side, it's kind of not their job, but kind of their duty to save them. Yes. And people got in trouble on the other side, and, and they couldn't do anything. Right. Okay. Because of the fence. Okay. I don't know. I I feel like they shouldn't have that fence. Yeah. That. Well, uh, the more like uh, I'm thinking about it, like how hard is it to remove fence? Not like, that hard. You let three people die. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, attack the, you know, the people that were supposed to help. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, any other thoughts? Um. No, not really. Okay, but like I said, I don't really think this, anything's gonna happen. No. And I hope I'm right because you know. It would be interesting to see like state guard versus national guard, but I don't want to see it. Mm. You know. I want to see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Next story. I'm reading this from Business Insider in a story by Grace K. Okay. A Delaware judge ruled to strike down Elon Musk's 15, 55 billion Tesla compensation compensation package on Tuesday, siding with the shareholder who had argued in a lawsuit that the CEO's pay plan was over the top. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, wondering if it. 55 billion. <laughs> right. The ruling means Tesla will need to propose a new compensation package for Musk, although it can appeal. It also means a large chunk of Musk's fortune, which is mostly tied to his Tesla stock, is now hanging in limbo. In the final analysis, Musk launched a self-driving process, recalibrating the speed and direction along the way as he saw fit. Court of Chancery Judge Kathleen St. J. McCormick wrote, the pro- quote, The process arrived at an unfair price, and through this litigation, the plaintiff requests a recall. The judge said Tesla gave little reasoning in the trial for how it arrived at the price point for the compensation plan, and Musk was too close to some of the board members for them to truly act independently. The process leading to the approval of Musk's compensation plan was deeply flawed, McCormick wrote. Musk had extensive ties with the persons tasked with negotiating on Tesla's behalf. McCormick had heard the trial more than a year prior. Tesla shareholder Richard Tornetta sued Tesla and Musk over the massive pay plan in 2018, arguing that it was, quote, beyond the bounds of reasonable judgment, end quote. The, ju- the shareholder argued that Musk had influenced the board's decision to set up the pay- the plan through his close personal relationship with board members, including his brother. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tesla argued that the pay was necessary to maintain Musk's focus on Tesla and that shareholders like Tonetta have benefited from Musk's leadership. Sorry, I just want to <laughs> just put a pause here. <laughs> so he needs, it's not a, it's not a want, it's no, no, a no. need. He needs. he needs that pay package to focus on Tesla. Yeah. The company is the, <laughs> he's, he's the allegedly the founder and... Uh, the God Emperor. Of, yeah. Right? <laughs> he's just not going to focus on it. We need to no. give him that money. Otherwise, yeah. well, he's going to be doing other stuff. Maybe he'll go off to SpaceX yeah. or PayPal yeah. or that other one. Well, imagine having to bribe your, <laughs> your CEO to do their fucking job. <laughs> anyway, sorry, back to the article. 
Musk, his lawyer and a spokesperson for Tesla did not immediately respond for arrest a request for comment, though the billionaire quickly responded to a, the ruling on social media. Quote, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware, <laughs> Musk wrote on X. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. That's what he said. It was a spot-on impression. Good job. Well done. Any thoughts? Why does he need fifty-five billion? Well, I like it. Okay. And I'm starting to like Musk. Okay. Because he's bankrupting Tesla, which is Elon Musk's company. It's the same thing as like, well, I like Hitler. Why? Because Hitler killed Hitler. (laughs) 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 Okay, fair Uh, enough. It's like, I respect the guy that killed Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My last story for the week. Okay. So when we last checked in with AFCON, Bafana Bafana made it out of the group stage. And I said that I was proud because we sometimes don't even qualify. Yeah. (laughs) So making it out of the group was big. Yeah. Since then, we have beaten Morocco and Cape Verde. Yeah. And now in the semis of the tournament. And oh, we're going to be playing Nigeria, uh, I think, on Saturday, uh, next week, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night, as far as I can recall. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody will let me know on the day. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, special shout-out to Ronwin Williams, the oh. goalkeeper. Right? And our captain. Yes. So, I've been watching every game. Yeah, me too. The game we lost 2-0... He was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, this guy is so good. Yeah. And in the time since then, he's kept four clean sheets. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not just him. Yeah. But I just thought every time he's had such a, a cool, calm head on his shoulders. Yeah. And then last night, he saved four penalties. Yeah. <laughs> outrageous, bro. That is, I can't, <laughs> you know, like, sometimes, like, the player will miss it. It'll go over the bar or whatever. Yeah. He saved Four and the fifth one, he guessed the right way. It's just it, yeah. it was hit with too much power. He parried it into the yeah, net. But that's it's <laughs> outrageous. If you don't follow football, that's it's mad. It's, <laughs> it's almost unheard of. Yeah, actually. Uh, so yeah, your yeah. news for the week. So um, okay, F one has had two big stories in two days. Wow, I, I haven't heard about it. Yeah. Um, so the the first one is that Andretti Cadillac. Uh, in other words, like the Andretti... Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Andretti family. No, they haven't had me over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're like. I've only I've only sat outside their mansion and looked inside. <laughs> I don't know their personalities. <laughs> yeah. But yes, what about them? Uh, so basically, they are like... They're racing royalty, pretty much. Right. Oh. So like the the whole family has won almost everything there is to win in racing. Like F1, WC, uh, IMSA, IndyCar, they've won it all, mm-hmm. right? And um, then Cadillac, I'm sure you know of Cadillac, the car brand. Yeah. Yeah, so they together... Somebody, some rapper wrapped it with knick-knack, paddywhack, Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the song right now, but that's how I know it. <laughs> but uh, so they came together to create an F1 car, right? And uh, the so the, the process for like getting a team into F1 is very, very complicated. Oh. Because it's like 
you have to I thought you just pulled up with a car. Can I race please? And they get like the slowest driver and if you <laughs> if you beat the slowest driver you're in. <laughs> it's actually it's kind of similar to that. Hmm. Where it's like you develop a car and then uh Formula 1 tests it and they're like now nah, this is too slow or actually this is fine it's quicker than the slowest car. Yeah. It it's basically racing well, against need, the slowest driver. You need to maintain quality. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't just let any bozo in. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> But um basically their bid to NJF1 was rejected by Formula 1. And the FIA who is like the the governing body yeah the governing body for all motorsport yeah, it's like fifa without the other f yeah basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm familiar um fifa without the f um well the other f with, two, without the second two, f there's two f's yes anyway they are very very angry at formula 1 because um uh andretti cadillac did the things that they needed to do and then f1 rejected them. Wow. Yeah, it's it's very uh they didn't from outside of the club. Yeah. They can't even get in. Yeah. They go. <laughs> <laughs> so so um basically uh as far as we've we can see right now um F1 rejected Andretti Cadillac's bid because they believed that it would um harm f1 pretty much so uh, the exact statement was something like um we believe that uh permitting andretti cadillac to race would increase the value of the andretti cadillac brand by decreasing the value of formula 1 even though andretti by themselves are bigger than most of the teams already on the formula 1 grid so everyone knows that it's a bullshit excuse because as far as we know formula 1 is just like a little european boys club and uh now the americans want to join and they're not letting them oh yeah you told me they were royalty they are but america does that bollocks <laughs> that's a european thing <laughs> Sorry. They're racing. Yes, I see. I see. <laughs> racing And is its own country. I see. <laughs> I've never been. And frankly, I never want to go. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> are you on the side of the billionaires? Well, they're yes, both billionaires. Yes. He shows his true colors once again. They're both we billionaires. Him. We caught him in 4K. <laughs> we, we got his ass. <laughs> I'm on the side of the poor billionaires. Oh. <laughs> they have a cup and they yeah. an enamel cup and they're like they begging for change yeah. <laughs> those poor billionaires. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah, so any other comments on that? No. Okay. Cool. But this next story I can probably guess. Okay. Uh Lewis Hamilton is yes. driving for Ferrari. Yes. Even I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. This is big news. And like my friend who loves F1 don't tell me about it <laughs> i just it's is that big of news that yeah uh, it's huge it's like it reached my ears in footballing terms it's like messi joining real madrid 
If, oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, what exactly. The hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty hectic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So um, it's not that. Outrageous. Listen, uh, I can think of players who've joined, who've played for both clubs. Yeah, I I know you can. Figo. Yes. Easy one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> tell me. Okay, that's probably also easy. But can you tell me how many players have played for both Liverpool and Man United? I can think of one right now. Michael Owen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one. You, the last transfer between the clubs, yeah. the guy named Phil Chisnell, it happened like before World War Two. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know what year, but definitely a very long time ago. Okay. That would have been a better comparison, I would say. Actually, that... That's probably the best comparison. Yeah, like, that's why I'm saying. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can think of plenty of players who played for both. It's like Salah Eto. joining yeah. United. Nah, that's it's like Trent joining United. Okay, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, it is like Trent joining United. Yeah. They're both coloured. D- yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Cool. All right. But yeah. Anyway, um, it it's currently believed that um, Formula One leaked the story. Because everyone was so upset about the Andretti Cadillac. Story. Oh my god, I'm back in. <laughs> now that there's a conspiracy angle, I mean, you side of a bitch. I was like, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That's <laughs> this, this literally came out the morning after the Andretti Cadillac bird. I see. And then we had to wait oh. like 14 hours. For the teams to confirm these things. That's not that long. Uh, in F1, it's kind of a long time. It's, it's the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's like... So it's like... Um, usually, when something's announced by, like, let's say Sky Sports, right? Mm. The teams will come out immediately and be like, yeah, we've done this thing, mm. right? But this long wait time shows that neither team was actually prepared to announce it just yet, which is why we think that it, it's been leaked. All right. Well, what's the source for this? Uh, what? The source for... The story. Whoever broke the story must have a source. Uh, so the, the, the source is Formula One. Like, oh. actually Formula <laughs> One. <laughs> the people who gave the information, do you think they leaked it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people who publicly handed over the information <laughs> is that a leak or is that just what happened bro? <laughs> I'm back out <laughs> that's not a conspiracy at all it's just basically what happened <laughs> I thought like it was some shadowy figure that like you know they met at a parking garage <laughs> One, they were both wearing big trade coats and somebody handed an envelope <laughs> and they went home the envelope said Lewis Hamilton is a red. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is a red. F1 just told people that that's not a leak. That's them having a press release. <laughs> the way you... Anyway, no, carry on. No, the conspiracy is that they're distracting people. Oh. That, yeah. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. I'm back in. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it for my news. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, now... Since you've been away. Yes. I've introduced a spotlight segment. I have seen that, yes. Yeah. Well, I've you, heard that. You've seen it. 
because you don't listen to the podcast you, <laughs> <laughs> you saw my screenshot that i sent <laughs> right so this is a segment where we try to spotlight a leftist project for example a worker based co-op any leftist newspaper pamphlet or literature in general or any opportunities to do praxis do you know what praxis is uh like advertising no <laughs> what the shot what is pra- praxis praxis is politics and practice oh i see it means if you are a socialist what are you doing to further socialism right what are you doing i am doing nothing i yeah. agree yeah <laughs> <laughs> i chew to kids yes you do yes that's my praxis okay it's making the world a better place i think well well we'll see we'll see what they've learned at the end of the year <laughs> have they regressed have they <laughs> right if you would like your work to be spotlighted please send an email to paceofpod@gmail.com that's p a i c i p p o d@gmail.com with the name of your organization what you do and what people can do to get involved and support this project this week we unfortunately don't have a project to spotlight Yeah. Uh I posted this in like the South African left reddit group. Okay. And only one <laughs> oh. well, I only got one email which I read out last week. 5 6 Tambo. Yes. Yeah. All right. Again, I don't think you listened to the episode. <laughs> I did actually. I listened to that one. Mm. Well, most of it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yes, uh maybe it doesn't even have to be South African, you know. Yeah, just anywhere. If you're if you want me to spotlight a opportunity for practice, uh, if you know about it, uh please write in. Yeah. Okay. Can we get into the context for the movie? Yes. All right. So I went to see this at Bedford Square Cinema Nouveau. Okay. It's the same place I saw Dream Scenario and I hated the service there. Mm. I generally don't comment on service but fuck me this lady pissed me off right okay it was a small but totally unnecessary issue i don't want to get into specifics but it pissed me off enough that i had a bad feeling as the movie started okay and i wrote this in the doc when i got home oh right i see it just just unnecessary yeah it's uh, but anyway let's, let's not get on. into it okay. yes well uh, let's get into it oh okay Okay. <laughs> I see you're very upset. <laughs> like you on her side. <laughs> like it's a conspiracy against me. <laughs> you and your friend the lady at the cinema. <laughs> Whoever right. that may be. So this mo- oh, uh, pretending you don't know her. <laughs> like yeah. she's, she's not your intimate friend. <laughs> All right. This movie is directed by Michael Mann, the legendary director behind Heat, Collateral, Miami Vice and many more. Yes. And this is his first movie since 2015's Black Hat. So nearly 9 years now. That's uh, that's a while. Have you ever seen Black Hat? No, I have not. It's uh stars Chris Hemsworth as a hacker. Oh, he's a Black Hat hacker. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Got it. <laughs> not about a hat that happens to be black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So this is the first neon movie that we've covered on this podcast. Neon. Do you know what neon is? They like uh a, a distribution company. Yeah. yeah. So they're an independent distribution company in the same vein as an A24. 
Okay. But unlike A24, they don't produce their movies. They only distribute. So they just buy the movie. And yes, then... they'll go to a film festival, place a bid for a movie. Yeah. If they win it, they'll distribute it. Okay. So they have, like A24, they also have a very, very good eye for talent. Right. I mean, Michael Mann has been directing since the 80s. So yeah. <laughs> that, that, this is a bad example. but uh, This bright new young director that's been directing since the 80s. <laughs> yes, but uh, you know the other day I spoke about Spencer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the director, his name is Pablo Larraín. Okay. That's the first time I heard of him from... From Neon... I don't know why you're saying it like that. It's Neon. like, it's like a, a sword slicing through the air. I was thinking more like a, a Ferrari driving yeah. past. All right, very nice. <laughs> <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not what the sound that cars make, by the way. You pretend to know about cars, but you don't know. Listen to an F1 car going The fast. car, the sound that cars make is vroom vroom. <laughs> you, you absolute buffoon. <laughs> Beep, beep. Yeah. That's the that's the whole deal. You don't know anything about cars, all right? Okay. So first of all, I want to thank God that this is a two-hour biopic and not some bullshit racing movie. Yeah, there is a race, but that set piece was the emotional climax of the movie. It's yeah. not a race for racing's sake. Yeah, like uh, the the crux. No, not the crux. The the stakes of this movie is that he's going to lose his business. Yeah. What is going to save him is if he wins the Mila Mila. Yeah. And that's why this race is so important. Yes. It's, uh, again, the stakes of the movie. Yeah. If he fails, that's his business done. Yeah. Right? So I like that. I like that it's not racing, racing. We, we mm. saw like a, you know, in the test earlier. Yeah. And then we saw the race. That's it. Yeah. yeah. We didn't see any... Like Ooh, extra race. Extra waffling. Yeah. <laughs> like Gran Turismo type. Just... Yes. I'll bring that up uh, later. Oh, okay. Right. Right. The outfits in this movie are outstanding. Yeah. Every time someone came on screen with a nice suit, I shouted, Foot! 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 <laughs> There were so many fits, folks. It's like I was having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> and also on that, the hair was I. I really like that that like slicked Italian. Mm, I don't like it. Really? Mm. Huh? Reminds me of Godfather too. Michael's hair is exactly like that. So I have yet to see a problem. I like his hair in Godfather one. <laughs> 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 and, okay. I, and I much prefer Godfather 1 as a movie but that's uh, not for now yeah that's another time okay alright cool what do you think the, just the like the on the topic of yeah. fits the hairs the, the true just the, the hairs costume in general yeah yeah makeup costume yeah all of that very very well done <laughs> <laughs> right um, also on the contrast the outfits in this movie with Blue Beetle a certain cause was confused slash upset when I said I didn't like the lady from Blue Beetle's outfits. Yes. Right? <laughs> a certain This cause. movie proves a point I've been thinking about for a while now, and it's that Europeans dress far better than Americans. Okay, that I agree with. I think Michael Mann is an American director. Oh. But <laughs> it's set in Italy. It's a... <laughs> yeah. It's a... I assume a European costuming department. Yeah. Well, but they're, they're trying to copy what was happening in... I guess 1950s Italy. Yeah. So, you know, it's the Italian style. Yeah. But it just, uh, yeah. 
but also <laughs> Italians are just known for fashion as well. So, yeah, yeah, I I would say that that contributes right. somewhat. I understand that Blue Beetle is set in modern times and this movie is set in the fifties, but the clothes in this movie are classy and timeless. While in Blue Beetle, it's over the top and garish. Yeah, right. I could I be see. wearing uh, the suits and stuff from the nineteen fifties now. Yeah, and it wouldn't look out of place. Even Penelope Cruz and uh, the mother, Mary Jane. Mary Jane? She played Mary Jane, but her scenes were cut out of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. That's Shailene Woodley. Fuck, yes. I know her. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Um, You couldn't wear those outfits, I don't know, 10 years ago. Okay. People would just mock you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's only now because we, I don't know, in a different age. Yeah. That is true. It is a different age to 10 years ago. I'm also a different age to 10 years ago. Okay. <laughs> Next point. There's some excellent jokes in this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is allegedly a tragedy, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was bursting with laughter in certain places. <laughs> I just want to highlight two jokes just to, you know, very, very early on in the movie because I didn't take notes about jokes after that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but the racer goes up to Adam Driver and he drives away. Later, when he sees him, he says, the light turned green. <laughs> <laughs> he goes he, up and he introduces himself. And he just drives away. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> Penelope Cruz says she doesn't mind him whoring around as long as he's back before the maid brings in the coffee. <laughs> and she says that the maid walks in the room with coffee. <laughs> right. Insanely, insanely funny. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, just, I was chuckling. Well, let me tell you, I was there and there was a couple like four or five rows in front of me. Okay. And they were howling with laughter as well. <laughs> so, right. It's not just me this time. Sometimes, sometimes I laugh at inappropriate times. Yes. Uh, and I did laugh at an inappropriate time, which I'll bring up later. Oh, <laughs> but, no. Oh, no. Okay. But, uh, yes, I'm glad I was in step with somebody for once. Yeah. Right. The sound... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, I'll just say this. The sound design is gorgeous, right? I'm only speaking about the quality of the sound, not Mm. the sound itself. I don't enjoy the sounds of cars, uh, you know, the engine revving and all that. People love to do that shit. Yeah. And when when it happens, certain people are like, oh, I love it. That's great stuff. Me. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not just thinking of you. There's a lot of people I know that love cars. That is true. It's disgusting. <laughs> Grow up, get a job. <laughs> Fucking hippies. <laughs> you can do both. <laughs> right. Um, then it's very well acted. Yeah. Penelope Cruz being the standout for me. Yeah, she was she, very, very. She good. has a lot of face reaction shots where she doesn't say anything, but she's yeah. still saying a lot with the face. Right. She reminded me of like um, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer mm. with his eyes. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Adam Driver is also very, very good, especially in a scene I'll mention later. But whenever they shared the screen, I felt like she cooked him. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> both the Oscar worthy in my opinion, but uh, the the nominations are already out. Yeah, so it's a bit late now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this came out within the appropriate period. Okay, it's just they were snubbed. Yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> that's all I can say about it, bro. Damn. Oh, uh, the the thing is, if I were to guess, yeah, 
they his Italian accent was would be distracting. Yeah, but he got the voice right. Okay, well I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing. I don't know any of the real stuff going on here. I'm mm. only taking the movie at face value. Yeah, right. That that makes sense. Uh I can see how people would be upset about the voice. It doesn't sound like cuz we've seen movies of Adam Driver before. We know yeah. what he sounds like. Yeah. So this sounds like odd. Yeah, but <laughs> So like if he sounds if, like the Ferrari guy. Yeah. Yeah. He so, sounds like Enzo Ferrari. It's just But I'm yeah. saying the majority of people wouldn't know what that guy sounds like. Yeah. So So they're basing it off of like just what they Italians. Have. Yeah. Well, well, off Adam Driver. Oh, yeah, okay. He's you know how he normally talks. Yeah. But right. whatever. That's just I'm guessing. I have no idea. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um the cinematography is very interesting. Yeah, it's a lot it's, of um, very cool cool like uh I forget. I think it might be called a tracking shot, mm. where somebody's walking and you like walk behind them. Yeah. Uh, and then uh. there's these uh, a lot of great pens, uh, made by AMC. <laughs> 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 and also camera pens, <laughs> where you know swiveled around. Is AMC a worldwide brand? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, people will get that reference. That's a that's a local reference. <laughs> the majority, yeah, the majority of our listeners are not from South Africa. It's a very good pot brand. Yeah, and I'm not talking about marijuana. Yeah. I'm talking about cooking pots. I don't know. Do they make pens? Maybe I fucked that up. You you haven't drawn attention to this as unraveled everything. <laughs> They make saucepans. We've got a saucepan at home. All right, all that's right, an MC right, right. uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it ta- it takes uh, ordinary walk and talk scenes and makes them much more captivating. Yeah. So I mean, he's one of the old masters. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. He okay. So when I watched Oppenheimer, yes, I thought to myself, who can beat this? Yeah. And five names came to mind. Okay. First one, Martin Scorsese. Right. Second one, uh, Dennis Villeneuve for Dune. Okay. That hasn't come out yet, so yeah. uh, I won't say. Michael Mann Ferrari. Okay. Uh, David Fincher, The Killer. Right. And I can't remember. It may, may have just been those four. Okay. But three of them, two of them were old masters. Yeah. So I was thinking... He's gonna have these, <laughs> you know, incredible cinematography, incredible sound. Have you watched Heat? No. Okay. Heat has one of the best sound designs in a movie I've ever heard. Okay. It's it's phenomenal. Right. We should do Heat as the commentary. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, Madame Webbyary. It is. We'll find a way to get Heat in at some point. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something <laughs> Before out. Before this podcast crashes and burns, we're going to do Heat. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> take my word for that. Like, uh, you know, all the podcast equipment could be damaged. I'll record it on my phone, <laughs> the, the Heat commentary. <laughs> we will be doing Heat. Yes. Um, but, yeah. You want to jump in? Uh, about heat? No. <laughs> your, your analysis. <laughs> I I mean, it was it was a very very fun movie, but I I feel like some of the I don't know if it's the writing or the acting, but it like the the kid especially. I mean, he is a kid. He's like he's obviously not gonna act very well, 
but like he just Ferrari Ferrari (laughs) (laughs) he's very cute but he just he feels so scripted to me like all the things he says are just like very I don't know I guess cliche oh not cliche it's like his line delivery is like he's reading something okay are you done harassing a child (laughs) (laughs) yes yes i am (laughs) i don't know why you're being so harsh on this literal child (laughs) did he bully you (laughs) what's going on here (laughs) well that okay that was the the start of a very well not very long point but a point on like line delivery and that was just the first place i saw it but then also like um the maserati guys uh especially at the race yeah the owner yeah it's it's very like weird stilted dialogue i like that ferrari was giving everyone in detailed instructions like yeah. you do this do that and yeah. it cuts to the maserati guy and he's like get to the front and stay there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes very, obviously it's very much like uh you know like these tactical managers were like yeah in, in, <laughs> inverting the fullback and uh you know xg and uh you know all that new age terms and then the short guys were like just kick the ball in the net mate <laughs> simple game <laughs> yeah. i was literally gonna say pep versus sean dash mm. same thing mm. yeah but yeah that was just the the general point on dialogue but what's your next point Uh, the theme that connects this movie is death yeah that is true all the races who died his son died his older brother died yeah Uh, obviously paralleling Piero and his older brother yeah the son yeah Uh, his friends from 24 years ago that died yeah the specter of death hangs over him that is true Technically he isn't to blame for any of those deaths but he still still feels guilt you know yeah so you wonder why he continues to build cars when death is such a huge possibility and uh, he, he's experienced so much death already maybe uh, actually no even the the crash wasn't his fault because yeah. he said change the tires and that guy went no literally nothing was his fault in this movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's uh uh okay but anyway, that 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 question is answered in my, the next scene, which is my favorite scene in the movie. Okay. All right. Adam Driver gives a monologue where he speaks about the lust to win. Yeah. And my favorite lines were, he says, "We all know it's deadly passion, our terrible joy." Mm. Right. Which uh, I thought was a very powerful yeah. <laughs> thing. It's like, well, I still don't agree with it, but I I respect his. You know the commitment to the the game. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. You know when he's he's talking about the other team. Yeah. And they're like, "You're thinking, would it be all right if I bumped him off the road?" Yeah. <laughs> While the other guy's saying, "You and I will both go into the tree together," yeah. or something like that. <laughs> that monologue was incredible. Yeah. I I assume that would have been what they sent as the Oscar nomination yeah well, well you for like, your consideration yes. i think you like submit like a small clip of like a particular scene that you think is outstanding right so they would have submitted that scene as okay. his oscar clip yeah uh nicholas cage where he's giving the apology in dream scenario yeah in front of the computer will be his 
Oscar clip. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway, where am I? Every time we see him, I thought Patrick Dempsey's white hair was distracting. Mm. Until the end of the movie when he wins the race and he takes off his helmet. We see his hair and we know exactly what that <laughs> motherfucker is, bro. <Yeah. laughs> because at that point, everyone has like soot on them. Yeah. And like they're dirty. And But, but yeah, when he takes the, the helmet off, you're just yeah. like, yeah, I know oh, that guy. Patrick <laughs> Dempsey. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Madreamy. Yeah. I do love Patrick Dempsey. Mm. Your mother loves Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Well... I don't she know used if she to, still does. She used to watch it, yes. Yeah. Well, we used to all watch it in the early, in the late 2000s. Yeah. But. Uh, I I know we used to have to like rush dinner so that she could watch <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so. I don't understand. Women love Grey's Anatomy, bro. It's crazy. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That show is still going on, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a long time. Mm. But yeah, it's still going. Anyway, the opposite to that is that both the Ferrari and Maserati are red, so I couldn't tell which was which <laughs> during the race. Oh, no. You just, you look at the cars themselves. Okay, well, I couldn't tell. I, I, I can't tell the difference between cars, bro. Yeah. So, I don't know, and I'm not the only one. <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, I don't care if it's ahistorical. Make the cars different colors so it's easy to see, you know, who's who in the zoo. Mm. It's... Uh, Make them like blue. Yeah. Blue and red are two yeah. diff- very different colors. So, hmm. you know, the that's usually the contrast between teams. You have the blue team and the red team. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> usually, <laughs> yeah. Ferrari, you know, is the red team already. That's yeah. what I know. So make Maserati like, or make them like silver. Yeah. Again, yeah. I don't care if it's a historical. Uh but I don't see how they can get that so right with Patrick Dempsey, but I get it so wrong with the cars. Mm. Uh, I, did Patrick Dempsey's character have that color hair? What? Like the white? Yeah. Yeah. In real life. Like, does Patrick... Oh, oh, the I don't know about the character. Because I'm thinking, if that guy just random... I mean, if it's just a coincidence that that guy had white hair... And it wasn't a choice for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is very possible. Yeah. Because um, they do say he's like an older, experienced racer. But he says white. It's not grey. Yeah. That's the... Every time they, they're doing that, like, you geriatric. I'm like, he's like in his 50s. He's like at a comparable age to you, Adam Driver. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe he's like... He's talking as Adam Driver to... Patrick Dempsey, mm. you know. Anyway, yeah, I've been an audience safety advocate advocate since that Grand Prix movie we did. Uh, uh, Gran Turismo. Ah, Gran Turismo. Yes. Right, and this shows an even more of a <laughs> oh, no. which <laughs> <laughs> I hated these. You know, when I said uh, I laughed at an inappropriate time. <laughs> <laughs> this. I yeah. don't. Okay. Yeah. No, I get you. The first thing, the first way I reacted, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Oliver Stone's JFK. No. Okay, well, it's uh, it's following Kevin Costner. Yes. Who's a lawyer that's like solving the case. Okay. And uh, he, the opening scene of the movie, he yeah. sees JFK is shot on the news. Okay. And he goes, just a, 
deranged line delivery way goes oh no (laughs) (laughs) that's the exact sound I made when I saw them hit that little thing I went oh no (laughs) and then when it happened I don't know why but I burst into laughter I was like god this is not funny this is not funny but it's it's like this can't be real Yeah. It's like it's a dream, you know. Yeah. It was so like I don't know uh, I'm ass- I want to say it. Like was, 70 people died. Yeah. At well, in in real life that would have happened. Yes, but I but mean like yeah, it is it's very shocking. It's shocking. You know like there's I, I've seen these videos of somebody getting tickled. Yeah. And then they like fall asleep. Yeah. Their body can't like take it. Yeah. That's like what happened to me it was so visceral upsetting i started laughing because my body didn't know how to react it was so <laughs> yeah yeah that that makes sense but like the reason i started laughing was because of the mannequins oh like everyone looked like a mannequin oh i thought it was very well done i didn't really think that at all i like okay no, as as to fake you Yeah, especially like when the cars are flying and the drivers fly out. I found that I don't know why exactly. Like I can't pinpoint what was going on that made me think that. Mm. But the way they flew made me think that they were mannequins. Mm. So I didn't I didn't enjoy that. There's like a weightlessness. Yeah. Mm. There's there's something about the spiral. Okay. That it's like there's just Fake. not enough yeah all right yeah but that's just me like fair yeah. enough if you thought it well, was well i'm done yeah you um yeah i'm pretty much done oh oh patrick dempsey wanting an ashtray it's gone <laughs> <laughs> i was i thought somebody would catch on fire because oh. they kept on saying like you know make sure the gas goes in the yeah. <laughs> don't make sure nobody catches on fire yeah <laughs> yeah especially not that one guy. Yeah. He's very was always smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he won't catch on fire. <laughs> But yeah, that is mm. Yeah, that's it. All right, so we can move on to recommendations. Yes. All right. You want to start? Uh yeah, I can. I watched uh So I've I watched the first three Transformers movies. Mm. Like um I I I remember watching them when I was very young and um I never really got back to them. I remember jacking off to Megan Fox. Yes. Oh, that was a sexual awakening for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair anyway. <laughs> My... When I saw Megan Fox on, <laughs> in that movie, that's when I first saw it. Yeah. But anyway, my like my my literal thing is, well, the description I gave was Carpon and Megan Fox and then Carpon and Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Oh. like yeah that's that's really like so whatever else has been saying for many years yeah pretty much mm. um like i i i think the first like for me personally the first one was the best one yeah obviously like, yeah I, your brother disagrees wow yeah i need to go beat him <laughs> i need to get a belt and just <laughs> it's fine i'll go do that all right on my way home okay. i'll just stop over there and mm. beat him but yeah um it <laughs> I like the world building of Transformers, which I feel like that's a weird thing to say. I like the world building 
of Transformers. That's a perfectly reasonable sentence. Yeah, but it just it feels wrong. Yeah, because it's a yeah <laughs> God built it. Yeah, <laughs> not Michael Bay. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> world building Earth. Mm. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Like um, uh, I gave the the three of them as a whole an eight, mm. but uh, I think that's heavily carried by the first movie, which is a ten. Mm. Like okay. the, the wow. uh, I found Revenge of the Fallen and Dark of the Moon to be a bit. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's too convenient. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, a lot of the stuff that happens is just so convenient for the trans uh, for the Autobots, mm. so that things work out in their favor. I definitely remember for the second one. Yeah. What's the one with Devastator? Uh, yeah, Revenge of the Fallen, the second one. Yeah. You, your dad, and my brother went to watch that. Yes. And I went to watch something else. Yeah. And I can't remember what else I watched. And I cried in that movie. Did you? Yeah, I remember that. Oh, wow. What a baby. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's you. I'm 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 playing a recording of you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, what uh, do you have? First up. So, next in Blank Check's Barbara Streisand miniseries, The Prince of Tides. Okay. Which, that title tells you nothing about the movie. <laughs> That's such a, it's such a weird title. It's, you know. Is it not about Poseidon? Nope. Oh. It look, <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a romance movie between a man and his sister's psychiatrist, while also delving into themes of trauma and abuse. Oh, right. It's a very good uh, movie, but also a unique movie. Mm. I can't imagine a modern movie tackling such a hectic subject matter in this manner. I, I gave it an eight. Okay. That's that's an interesting one. Mm. She, mm. she plays the psychiatrist, and Nick Nolte is the the guy. Okay. And they fall in love. And, uh, yeah. That's cool. Nothing to do with Poseidon. Why is it named The Prince of Tides? I don't know. Maybe it's about Neptune. It's from the book. The book... Uh, they have a brother who writes poems, and the 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 poem the the, the, the titular the, poem. No, the the collected they print the collected poems as a book. And oh. That book's title is The Prince of Tides, oh, which is I why see. the book is named The Prince of <laughs> the Tides. Prince of Tides. That but that sense. plot line is cut out from the movie. Oh no! <laughs> they don't even have that brother in the movie. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Anyway. Uh, a new season of Clone High came out this week and mm. it was just fine. Okay. Uh, I laughed a handful of times and the story is fun, but based on previous seasons, I was expecting more. Mm. In relation to the earlier season, this season sucks. Okay. So, yeah. Then I watched Oscar nominee for Best Picture, Anatomy of a Fall, and it fucking rocks. Okay. <laughs> it's about a man who falls out of a window. And his wife becomes the main suspect. Oh. It's a mystery that takes place in a cabin in a snowy mountain, which is exactly my jam. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I genuinely love this movie so much, I'm giving it a 10. Oh. It's up there. Yeah. It's not better than Oppenheimer. I still think that's the frontrunner for Mm. Best Picture, but it's so good. (laughs) A movie about defenestration. That's your jam. What's defenestration? Throwing someone out a window. I didn't say he was thrown out the window. That is true. But if his wife is the main suspect, it's I assumed. I didn't say she... 
there's a presumption of innocence. It's innocent uh, until proven guilty, isn't it? Yes. So just because she's suspected she did it, is it? No. Or is it because she's a woman? Hmm. Very uh, interesting. Maybe it is. Mr. Misogynist coming back out again. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's back again, folks. <laughs> I tried to get rid of him, but he's back. <laughs> I, yes, I'm sorry. I am uh, a misogynist. Mm-hmm. And I did that for the bit. Please don't sue me, woman. Sue him. <laughs> I'll pay all your legal bills. <laughs> if somebody comes after you, I'll be your expert witness. Please, <laughs> please, somebody. <laughs> Why would you be the expert witness? I don't know, because I'm an expert and I'm a witness to <laughs> your misogyny. Are you saying that you're an expert at misogyny? Yes, from watching you. Oh, oh I see. Yes. Okay. <laughs> from seeing how you operate. So you're not an expert misogynist? No, I'm an expert on misogynist oh i see okay mm. okay you are the expert misogynist <laughs> yeah right right then the next movie in the james l brooks miniseries is how do you know how do you know it's a romantic comedy starring reese witherspoon paul rudd and owen wilson yes about 10 minutes in i realized i had seen this movie before <laughs> <laughs> and i remember hating it right but okay it's just so sweet and heartwarming and i enjoyed it a lot on this rewatch okay so i gave it a seven Mm. So yeah, I don't nice. think I would, but uh, yeah, Spanglish went down. The other two I hadn't seen, yeah. and there's two more that I have to go. Okay. I did this in a very weird order. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I have a movie from 1983. Okay. <laughs> and a movie from 94. Okay. And yeah, I've just been all over the place. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm done. I've I've still got a couple. Okay. Uh, left, you know. Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, I, I, I vetoed think. it immediately. Yeah, thank yes, you, you did. <laughs> thank you, please. Listen, <laughs> we have veto rights, so if somebody suggests something the other person really doesn't want to do, we can just veto. And I regret removing the limit on vetoes, because hmm. at some point I would have gotten you to do something ridiculous. Is that what you want? You sick fuck! Yes, you're trying yes. To, <laughs> you're trying to kill me. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, it's it's basically every Kevin Hart movie ever. Yeah. But uh, sucks. I don't like. I've never liked him. Like, okay, yeah, but, but usually in a Kevin Hart movie, he's kind of like a the a, heart. Hmm? The heart. Movie, <laughs> the heart. Yes. That's what Green Goblin's most says to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about that because we we doing Spider Man as a commentary this yeah. week. Yes, we are. Yeah. So last night I was thinking, I was looking at my mask. <laughs> he was saying the heart. Go for that. <laughs> and when you said Kevin Hart, <laughs> made me think about that. But right. you didn't go for the heart. No. No. You vetoed the heart. I didn't fall for the Green Goblin's trick. <laughs> nice. I yeah, stayed strong. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's like... So usually he's kind of like just an idiot that doesn't know what he's doing. But things work out for him in the end. And what was he in the movie? Uh, actually, in this movie, he's no, like... Um, uh, it's a joke. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's like in real life. Great stuff. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't catch that one. My bad. But, um, yeah, he's 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 more, like, serious and, like, calculated. But things still work out for him in stupid ways. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's written very strangely, but it is a lot of fun. Okay. So, uh, Oscar I, Willie. No. Okay. Definitely not Oscar worthy. Screen Actors Guild worthy. 
no. MTV <laughs> Teen Choice Awards worthy. <laughs> Maybe actually. Uh, the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That it's winning at the Kids Choice Awards. What's the age restriction on this movie? <laughs> Are kids watching this? <laughs> Who allowed these kids in here? <laughs> I think it's like PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. If you're older than thirteen, you're a teen. Uh, hmm. So I think the Teen Choice Awards are his uh, his, his, his target best, market. Yeah, his, best, <laughs> <laughs> his best chance. <laughs> but yes. But I I still gave it an eight. That being said, I, no Twilight mm-hmm. won a Teen Choice, not a Kids Choice. Yeah, I mean Twilight's not really for kids. Well, kind of. Twilight's but, for everybody. Yeah. Fucking hater. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because okay. Stephanie Meyer, a woman, wrote the books. We <laughs> caught him again, folks. We caught him again. <laughs> Anyway, are you done? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also got. Uh, well, I also watched Rise of the Planet of the Apes, mm. uh, first in the now quadrilogy. Actually, like I was doing some research on it. There's a new movie coming out this year. Um, why are you smiling? Never mind. Okay. There's um, like fifty Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> it's not a quad. The the reboot there. quadrilogy. And I can prove it. I have a okay. I have a board with like a bunch of strings <laughs> all connected. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Uh, I'll bring that up maybe when we do that episode. Okay. I can yeah. link. Well, what I'm saying is I can link the reboots to the original series and the Tim Burton movie. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's good fun. It predicted COVID, but the COVID made the apes sentient. Also. You'd have to believe that COVID was made in a lab. There's a lot of... That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm saying. I I'm guess saying this COVID is a truth of podcast. No. <laughs> you know what? I'm down. Let's, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's fun. Like I gave it... Uh, I, I actually... I'm trying to recall now, but I think those are separate things. What? Like the COVID. virus and the turning them sentient. Uh, as far as I can recall, it's it because... It was the virus. Yeah, they were testing the virus right. on the apes. Fair and enough, then, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. I haven't watched that movie in 10 years, so yeah. you're probably right. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, no, I wasn't really paying all that much attention. What? Is that how you watch movies? Yeah, I, I don't really, fun. yeah. Jesus Christ. Unless they're for the pod, in which case I'm taking notes. Mm. Yeah. I I'm I literally sit there in the cinema with a notepad and so a pen. So do I. Yeah. Good you times. You don't have a notepad. I do have it. What do you mean? Show me your notepad. I don't have I, it here. I can show you my notepad. I digitize my notes when I get home. Ooh, look at me. I'm from the future. <laughs> I digitize things. Yes, I do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm no school guy. I take notes. <laughs> no. Yo, there's a key, a key and peel sketch with like, old school. I want some old school. <laughs> like the, the he, he starts like playing like at the end of the sketch they're playing prehistoric music. <laughs> you know, like banging on the wall. <laughs> so, I'm talking that old school. <laughs> Alright. Uh, but then I also watched Oh. You know how I said like probably two months ago? That I watched Scott Pilgrim in preparation for it. <laughs> yes. A hundred years. Yeah. Anyway, I watched Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And? 
Uh, I really had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Like, it, it is I, so, so much fun. I, I think I gave it a nine. I gave it a nine as well. How yeah. Crazy. But I'm saying I gave it a nine and you didn't watch it immediately. Yeah. But I watched it now. All right. Um, it's like... Big crook. <laughs> I really, really enjoy the... Well, now... Yeah, I guess now we can spoil it a little bit. Why? Just because you watched it. Yeah. Okay, spoil away. Okay. Well, it's not really spoilers. It's just like... I find it a really really fun detective series like it's a it's a great spin from the 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 original from the movie does that make sense the first episode is the same as the movie and every episode after isn't yeah and it's a new story and in that new story there's a detective story yes and you like that yes okay okay all right. Why are you so skeptical about this? I'm trying to pass what you're saying. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, yes. Yeah. And I also really like the the editing. Well, the animation style. Mm. Like, it's it's very crisp and clean. It looks very similar to the graphic novel. Yeah. Which I've never read, but I've seen pictures of. Yeah, same. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then... Um, I also watched Normal People. It's like a... It's a teen drama of just constant toxic relationships. Mm. It's like... I think it's like 12 episodes. Each one's like half an hour or so. Um, it's... It's... Meh. It's, it's very well shot. Who's in it? Um, Jacob... Elodie. El- yeah. And... Um, no, actually, no. I'm thinking of something else. Um, he was in Saltburn. Yeah. No, that's why I was thinking of something else. Because I also watched Saltburn. But anyway, right. I gave Barry Keown a Best Actor nomination for that. Yeah. He was very, very good. Mm. I don't like the movie, but I do like his performance in it. Okay. What? Why don't you like the movie? I thought it was very obvious. Oh. Everything that was happening... Yeah. There's a very big quote unquote reveal at the end. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you revealing? This is just the movie we watched. <laughs> That's the first thing. Second thing, it's uh, it's criticizing the rich in a very superficial way. Okay. It's part of a trend of movies that I've, I've been doing this recently. Uh, the Knives Out movies. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Uh, don't take me saying this to mean I think it's bad. Yeah. I think the way in which it's done in this is bad. Okay. Right? I see. The Knives yes. Out movies. Uh, is it called The Meal? I don't know. The one with the... Fucking Ralph Fiennes. Uh, the Chef movie. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Fuck, no, I can't remember now. But the, the Triangle of Sadness. Okay. Uh, I, mm. The White Lotus no yes of course you don't know anything yeah. about this but all of <laughs> these are nothing. like they're yeah. criticizing the rich in a very very superficial way okay and people love it right and I don't okay then, that is fair yes so it, sorry what do you like about it well what's it It. so like I, I did think that it was kind of fairly obvious that uh, you know what was going to happen happened mm. but I kind of do like the the flashback things 
where it's like uh when it's revealed how insidious it is yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how how planned out and how calculated yeah that that was quite fun for me like um yeah i gave it an 8 mm-hmm. which is yeah it's it's pretty good but i feel like there's some very awkward dialogue there i can't remember i think i gave it a 6 or 7 okay yeah I like emerald emerald fennel but mm. uh I don't like actually I don't know what I'm saying I don't like promising young woman I like Carey Mulligan's performance in it okay and yeah so similar to Saltburn I like Barry Keoghan but I don't like the movie mm. so I like whoever she chooses as her lead actor okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yes yeah that's um Oh sorry, just uh I didn't give normal people the thing. But it's it's a six. It's not very good. Sucks. Yeah. Damn. It's it's very upsetting as well. Like a lot of the stuff in there is just very upsetting. Well, people get upset. That's a normal thing. Yes. So and I got upset. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. important is be a five star review it has to be four and a half you're dead to us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might as well just shank us in the fucking in the back okay okay judas <laughs> please please subscribe on patreon to listen to our movie commentaries you can find all our links at paceup.com that's p a i c i p.com please tell a friend tell that friend to tell a friend tell a family member Tell everyone. And uh, yeah, goodbye. Cheerio. Au revoir.